0: Welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming podcast for exceptional 21st century living. We've got the beautiful Pig Ekman with us today, and we're going to talk about her new book, her first book, her award-winning book, The Full Spirit Workout, a 10-step system to shed your self-doubts. Strengthen your spiritual core and create a fun and fulfilling life. And don't we need this, folks, in the times that we're living in right now? COVID has knocked the <clears throat> out of all of us, and it's time to get it back. And Kate Ekman can help us do that. I want you to go to her website right now, katekman.com, ekman.com, that's K-A-T-E-E-C-K-M-A-N ncom TV. And so it's not the dot com it's the TV. And look at this beauty. Okay. Um, The beauty is from the inside out. And you know what, this woman walks her talk. So if you're looking to change your life, have a different mental picture, bring up some confidence. This is the go to lady. Okay. now the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that is holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question. Are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, Intuitive Sense Birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can hope. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, nesmonickchapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest today, Kate Ekman, is a Columbia University Certified Executive Coach who works with leaders in business and sports, an expert in communications, performance, and mindfulness. She is a TV personality, accomplished entrepreneur, and a former elite athlete, Kate is also a meditation teacher and course creator for Insight Timer. And that is um, one of those apps and it's like the number one app for meditation. And she lives in New York City. Now, Kate also uh, attended... Uh, many schools, and we'll get into a little bit of that as we're talking to her. But you know, she's a confident lady. She went to Penn State, she went to Northwestern University, and she went to Columbia. So she's no slouch, folks. This lady knows exactly what she's talking about. So, truly, if you're list- looking to um, shift your life to the positive, this is the show for you and share it with all your friends. Okay. Welcome, Kate.
1: Thank you so much for having me. You're so fantastic. I'm delighted to be in conversation with you today.
0: Hey, it's great to be with you too. Um, You're such a bright spirit, but you know, I want to start with something that is on your website. And I think a lot of people miss this point. And it's a quote that you have there that's being okay if it happens and okay if it doesn't is a very very powerful place to be. Talk to us about that because most people, they're so stressed out and they got to have, got to have, got to have. And then when it doesn't happen, they're broken.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I I have a lot of compassion for for all of us because the word patience stems from the Latin word for (laughs) suffering. So we're all suffering while we wait for the thing that we want. But this, this quote, I call it a, a divine download. It came to me after I had experienced yet another rejection in my career and, you know, I kind of threw my hands in the air and and looked Mm -hmm. up at God and the angels and just said, you know what, you know, I took on this divine project for you. This project, by the way, is is my new book that's out now the full spirit workout, but I had just been rejected by this huge publishing house at the 11th hour. I was really frustrated. You know, my agent called to deliver the news and she sounded just as deflated as I felt. And, and I did. I looked up at, at God and my angels and I'm like, listen, I don't have time to write a book right now anyway. I took this project on for you and, and for everyone who struggles with mental health, which really is everyone. Uh-huh. You know, why, why would you have me do all this work if you're not going to help me see it through? And I had one of those moments and we've all been there. And I went to my go to comfort food place in Manhattan and I was having my pizza <laughs> and my, my red wine. And I heard those words, being okay if it happens and okay if it doesn't is a very powerful place to be. And it stopped me in my tracks because I I, not only did I understand it intellectually, but I felt it in my heart and in my bones. And that's really where wisdom lives. And I thought, yeah, and it was such this message of relief and peace and release because I thought, you're right, I don't care when it happens because I trust that it will happen And literally, you can't make this up, two weeks later, I was on the phone with my now publisher, the the editorial (laughs) director, Georgia, and my agent signing a book deal for this book that is now out in the world. And it really just is a testament to trusting in the process, trusting in a higher power that's Mm -hmm. always working behind the scenes, whether we believe it or not. I choose to believe it and and co-create with that, that powerful force.
0: Yeah, you know, it it reminds me of something that I've always said, and that's if you like me, great. If you don't, great, because I'm still me and I'm not going to change. And it took me a while. I mean, corporate America, you know, they try to change you. And it took me a while to say, like, no, this is me. This is who I am. And let me find what's going to allow me to be me. But um, I want to talk to you a little bit about mental fitness, because that's kind of the crux of your book, you know, of course, you have to have the physical, but mental is so important, especially there's so many people that are depressed, they can't find themselves anymore, because of COVID and being shutted in the various stages of up and down and mask and no mask and all of this. So give us one tip that we can utilize to hold on to to help us strengthen that mental fitness that we all seem to be just losing insidiously.
1: Yeah, this is a really simple practice I do daily. I I use the word simple, not easy, but it's what I call my sit and stare time. I developed this, you know, a week or two into lockdown a year and a half ago, where we were all kind of like, what is going on? There was so much to process so much time that we needed to spend in reflection. And so it, it's exactly what it says. You sit and stare at minimum five minutes a day out the window in front of you and, and really check in with yourself like you were a small child and, and say, how are you doing? What can I do for you? What do you need right now? What's working? Mm-hmm. What isn't? And and really, if you're feeling extra bold and, and, and <laughs> courageous, you can say, hey, great job. You really responded to that upsetting email with so much grace. You took a pause. You refrained from telling the jerk that they're a jerk which could ruin the relationship forever. And so Mm -hmm. spending that time, it's different from meditation. You can close your eyes, you can keep them open, but if you do it in nature, even better. I went to central park this morning and just sat on a bench and and stared out at the water and the boats and the trees. And it's just that moment to check in with yourself. And again, it's so simple. And you think, wow, is this really a tip? Yeah, Monique, because Mm -hmm. most people are so uncomfortable sitting quietly with themselves. Yes. And, and we, we need to make this a practice. And in this practice, then you become more practiced at listening to that divine wisdom rather than the ego that says, you're not good enough. You're not as cute as Sally. You're not as talented as Johnny from Instagram. Get it together. Why'd you do that dumb thing? I'm not talking about that voice. That's always, you know, playing in uh-huh. the background. I'm talking about that divine wisdom that says, why don't you send Monique an email and collaborate with her? Hmm, maybe you need to take this Friday off. You're really tired and you can use the rejuvenation. Hey, why don't Mm -hmm. you start your own business, leave the job, whatever it is. And and we all could stand to get more practice that listening.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, you have another practice that um, it's not really a practice as a tip to get out of your what I call the velvet rut. And you say that sticking to what fami- what's familiar keeps you kind of stuck because you stay within your bubble. And I call it the velvet rut because it's so cushy and comfy and we just want to stay there. And we're trying to create from there and it doesn't work. So tell us why. Why do we need to shift our energy?
1: Yeah, because when we stretch our comfort zone, we grow and expand into the men and women who become capable of actually achieving our cherished goals. So this is where life gets really juicy when you take on the risk, when you do something that isn't comfortable, right? Because you'll Mm -hmm. get rewarded. And in my experience, when I, when I do stretch myself and take those risks, universe really does step in and co-create with me and and send me the people or opportunities or experiences that really helps me on my journey. You know, there's a beautiful saying from Martin Luther King Jr. that says, On your journey, mighty companions will join you. I love that so much. But first, we may need to let some people fall away and and maybe clear the space for the mighty companions to step in and join us. And that can be really uncomfortable, right? It's like I've known this Mm -hmm. person 20 years or I'm related to this person, but, but sometimes we need to create that space for, as we're up-leveling for the people that can really see and hear and acknowledge us and help us get to where we need to go.
0: Okay. In your work, you talk about the four P's and a U. What are the P's and U? P-U. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's,
1: it's actually the, 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 five P's of confidence. I think that's oh, okay. what you mean. Um, and it's, this is to really boost your confidence and it's presence patience, purpose, preparation, and practice, because I love you and your audience. I'll give you two bonus P's and that's pause and person as in be a person. And I know we don't have time to go through all of them, but they're in my book, but I'll just say for be a person, you know, I'm someone who struggled with perfectionism and this obsession Mm. with performance. And my speaking coach, Eduardo always says to me, just be a freaking person. And I think that's such a great message because we all get caught up in having to look and perform and be a certain way, but our humanity and our, our authenticity is so relatable and so lovable. So if all else fails, you know, sometimes I think of moms who are trying to juggle it all, or, you know, we all place these really high expectations on ourselves, but just take a moment to just be a freaking person <laughs> and, really, and, and show up with some presence, which is the first P, you know, show up like you mean it. That's what the full mm-hmm. spirit is all about. It's your authentic truth and power and really giving that to everyone you meet and everything that you do and, and being in the present moment. And that's where all your power is.
0: It truly is where our power is. But so many people, they don't realize that or they don't understand that they are a powerful being, you know they crux of your work is strengthening the core confidence in a person. How does one find out what that is? If they're so, you know, disheveled and lost that they just can't figure out what their core confidence is? How do they find it first? And then how do you strengthen it? Well, the five Ps
1: is a great way to strengthen it, like I just said, Mm -hmm. and, you know, being prepared. And and this is a practice, you know, all this mental, emotional, spiritual fitness, like physical exercise, you can't just show up in your cute outfit at the gym and expect your personal trainer to do your sit-ups and push-ups for you. But the good news about that is that you put in the work, you get the results. And and I, I think that there's this notion that if you look a certain way, you've reached a certain level of success, you got a certain amount of money, you're good. And it's no, it's just like if you have a six pack, it's like you stop like never working out again. I mean, I've never had a six pack, so I wouldn't know. But those people <laughs> with the six packs, girl, they're training harder than anyone. So it's just about taking a moment and asking yourself, who do I really want to be? What is important to me? Why is it important to me? And and what am I willing to, to do to, to reach this goal? And so there's a beautiful spiritual principle that says our good intentions are not enough. Our willingness is everything. Mm-hmm. So I think with anyone, if, if you're feeling stuck, or maybe you're not stuck, but you still are, are looking to achieve some more things, even if it's just the achievement for me, I'm like, I want to take some time off. That's a big, that's going to be a big accomplishment Mm -hmm. for me. And so I would say I am willing to slow down. I am willing to release any FOMO that I might have by turning down a job or a client in this Mm -hmm. moment. Um, People who are, are stuck or in a place of, this is so hard, or I can't do it. You know, just say, I am willing to feel something other than this icky feeling. I am willing to put myself out there in a meaningful, in a meaningful way. I am willing, I am willing. So get into that space and, and you'll start to shift your energy.
0: Okay, so once we say, I am willing, how do you release the fear that comes up as soon as you say, I am willing?
1: I mean, it is a practice, I think, because mm-hmm. you're right. And when you first do it, you might still be like, I don't believe this, or I'm still freaked out, but it, it, is, a, it is a practice. Think of, of going to, think of running a marathon. You don't just say, all right, I'm going to run the New York marathon in two months and then show up at the starting line. Absolutely not. Even some of the best athletes in the world train for it. So give yourself the baby steps. I, I think if the fear comes up, what your fear might say something like, "Ooh, this is really hard. I can't do it. So two words will boost your mental metabolism and really shift you out of that. And the two words are what if. So uh-huh. you can say, what if this wasn't hard? Uh-huh. What if this was easy? what if this was fun? What if this was a great opportunity to connect with Monique and maybe she can be my running buddy? What if I can use this as a opportunity for growth? What if I could, you see what I'm getting at and and you can can hear the excitement in my voice because now you're dwelling in a place of possibility instead of coddling your own weaknesses or neuroses and and trying to enroll yourself in others. And that ain't it awful. Ain't it hard.
0: Yeah, you just let go of the, you know, the negative aspects of it and and dream. One day I sat down and I just said, what if for about five minutes? And then it was amazing. All the different thoughts that came to me throughout the rest of the day. So you can shift your energy and it's easy, folks, if you will allow yourself to do it. You have to do the work. Talk about doing the work. Okay, because a lot of people, they want somebody else to fix them
1: yeah and i I think you know we can learn so much from children and i think the more that we can um just not take ourselves so seriously and be more playful and childlike and i mean the word fun is in my subtitle in this book i made these exercises fun so that we actually want to do them i who wants to do anything daunting or boring so i think if you look at it as a fun challenge or adventure I mean, even I recently moved apartments and it was just like, Oh gosh. And I Mm -hmm. could even just feel the stress. Everyone we've all moved and we know Mm -hmm. that moving is so stressful, but I really like shifted into a, a frame, a mental frame that was, Oh my gosh, this is such an adventure. I've wanted this apartment forever. I'm here. Let's enjoy it. I think that's what we do to ourselves too. It's we work and work and work. We get near our goal or close to a goal. And then We're freaked out, or we don't think we deserve it, or we think of all the stress that's going to come with this new responsibility. So I think the more we can just lean into fun. That's why it is so important to have an accountability friend, coach, therapist to really ask for support. If if you're anything like me, Mm -hmm. it's really uncomfortable to ask for support. But Mm -hmm. just, I mean, when I got to this apartment, people were hooking me up right and left. Like, oh, we got you parking on the streets. You can move the stuff in and. Oh we're going to help you carry up the boxes and I just it was that that magical moment. I think that's when we know we're on the right track too. Yeah, right? it was well, your validation. Think,
0: yeah. Your validation that that's where you're supposed to be. Now, in your book you talk about the S word and girl, you're not talking about sugar. What do you talk no. about there?
1: <laughs> I'm talking about social media which is is like sugar for our our minds and our emotions. And I don't know about you but you know, I've had so many perfectly fun, normal, happy days, and log onto social media, and I'm just like taken out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's human nature to get caught in the trap of comparison. And, oh, my gosh, this person has a cuter husband, dog, apartment, outfit, hair, vacation, whatever. And and suddenly, you don't feel good enough, your life doesn't feel good enough, you're chasing, chasing, chasing. And we've all we all know this, and, and, and we've all succumbed to it. So I think it's, Making more conscious, deliberate, intentional choices—maybe to not be on as much. Or for me, mm-hmm. I focus on what I can give rather than exactly what, what I can get, and focus mm-hmm. on engaging and and connecting with people rather than trying to keep up with the Joneses. Or hey, look at me—I need some validation. In fact, I was saying to a friend the other day, I've reached a place, fortunately, where I'm like, I don't, I don't need the validation. So it's like I—it's hard to even be on social media <laughs> because I'm just like. If I have a free time, I'd rather be connecting with someone in person or taking a walk or doing anything but being on my devices.
0: Uh-huh. Well, you know, it, it, social media can be a downfall. And um, I've always thought and I have to be on social media because of business. But I always thought all of it was a huge waste of time because I could care less about the picture you took, about the lunch you had at whatever restaurant. It just doesn't float my boat. But for those that it does, you know fine, but it just doesn't float my boat. Now you talk about something in your book that's really plagued me. I recently, um, my son, my oldest son for Chris, no no, birthday, because the birthday was the last thing that came around. He gave me a subscription to Ancestry.com. And, you know, we were all raised with stories of growing up and all of this. And as I go on Ancestry, I'm like, hmm, there are some liars in my family. So how do you get past the lies and the Mistaken identities, I guess you could say, that you grew up with. I mean, there was a politician in the last election cycle. Her parents told her that she was Indian and it found out that she wasn't Native American, but it was something that she was told, so she believed. How do you get past that? Because that, in a sense, defines who you are, at least to this point.
1: Yeah, I, I think we all need to go back to our origin story, whether it's you know race, religion, whatever it is, and 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 that's something that came up as I was writing this book. I went, I had this this limiting belief or this this thought system that said, I have to really achieve and perform to feel safe in the world, or so my parents will love me, or I will impress strangers. And and when I went back and thought, where does this even come from? It was a four-year-old, my (laughs) four-year-old self at the swim club and overhearing Uh the swim instructor communicate to my parents that he didn't think I was a very good swimmer. And then giving me that mentality of like, oh gosh, I have to achieve and achieve and achieve and achieve. And on one hand, it made me a very successful swimmer and, and a very driven, determined, disciplined young girl and woman. But at what cost I was filled with anxiety and insecurity and, and self-doubt for much of my life. So whatever this issue is, it is important to go back to our origin story and make peace. If you can go back to that exact moment, maybe you don't Mm -hmm. even remember, but it's like, oh gosh, my caregiver said this to me or someone did this. And I I created a story that it meant this about me. Mm -hmm. We have to go back and and really clean that up. And a lot of people don't do it because it is uncomfortable. It can be quite painful, but then we're really getting to the roots of the problem. You heal that and and then you can move forward with a clean slate, but it, it does take some work. And, and I invite everyone to go back to childhood because that's when it happens when think of some limiting belief that you've made truth. And then you can delete that thought pattern or system, just like you do the corrupt file on a computer, co-create a whole new um, thought system, belief, mantra, or story for yourself and live your life from that place. And, and, and look what you attract from that place rather than you know, all the stuff you're going to attract from the limiting belief.
0: Okay. Now, when we go to Kate what are we going to find there? Well, I, the one thing I'm really excited for everyone
1: to find are my book meditations. And I, I mix Mm -hmm. and master these in a high frequency. So If you're new to meditation, it will really take you on a journey of self-discovery. It's the 12 meditations I recorded for you from the book. They are Mm -hmm. free. So feel free to go at your own pace. But there's also some courses um, at a very reasonable price point. And and it's really just a lot of inspiration and um, opportunities to connect and get coaching if that's what you're into. But I think I I do direct everyone to my my Transcendent um, Self-Confidence free course and also Mm -hmm. the free book meditations.
0: Okay. Now, are you taking on new clients right now, both individual and corporate or is the focus on I, I one am. or the other? I am. I do work one on one with individuals.
1: And I also especially now that things are opening up a little bit, I, as you said, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, we take a few <laughs> steps forward and a few steps back. But I do do off sites with organizations as well a lot around a lot of team building. And I, I think a lot I mean, this is this is just I think, for everyone across the board, a lot of people are experiencing a lot of Stress and overwhelm and exhaustion. And it's just so important that we're really caring for ourselves and and Mm -hmm. coming up with new techniques and strategies for success.
0: Okay. Now, before I let you go, I want to talk about the Rock the Freedom lifestyle. It sounds like liberating and fun and juicy. So tell us about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is really where we make spiritual fitness a part of our lifestyle and, and really. Um, again, this is, this is near the end of the book, but after you've gone through a lot of these steps, it's, it's really, um, we're changing who we are on the inside in in a positive way. Meaning instead of just, you know, reacting out of, um, you know, an old pattern or subconscious or unconscious patterns or behaviors, we really are, are, are changing that, that inner core. And, And so we become the men and women who are capable of achieving our goals rather than striving or forcing or controlling on the outside we naturally attract the people and opportunities, abundance, anything that we desire, because we've become that person. Does that make sense?
0: It makes perfect sense. So before I let you go, I want you to share one more pearl of wisdom to leave with our audience. Wow,
1: what just came through was to remind everybody how powerful they are. I think as we go about the world, we're told the exact opposite of that. So many people, even people who love us or claim to love us, say disempowering things to us. So, I want you to know, without a shadow of a doubt, that you are powerful, and you can do whatever you decide is important enough. And and I believe in you. And I think just believing in ourselves even more—it's a—it's a daily practice, and it's worth its weight in gold. And you know, the world needs our your unique gifts and strengths, all of our unique g- gifts and strengths. And as I like to say, you know. It's not midnight yet, but it's 11:45. <laughs> we mm-hmm. need to get going. We need to identify and, and leverage our strengths, not just for ourselves, but really for the, the betterment and the upliftment of the entire world.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much for being um, a guest today. I really appreciate it. Um, To the audience, I want to thank you for being with us. I really appreciate your time and your attention. And please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of developing your full spirit workout. Abundant blessings, light and love to all. Agape.